0: country that this world has ever seen. All right. What's going on, America? Okay. Um, I didn't want to make this video. I or this this show. I really didn't. A lot of people have reached out uh, expecting and demanding uh, my thoughts about a I wasn't going to talk about the Steven Crowder divorce announcement period. Um I thought it was weird how he we did it but then Candace Owens got involved and then all this stuff came out and now there's this ring camera footage and abuse and now her family has spoken out and so I I watched Steven's stuff, I watched Candace's stuff, I watched the video and I read the family statement And uh, just like any divorce, both sides don't align and the ring camera footage is not good. It's not good. It's not a good look, Uh, makes Steven look very bad. And so I'm going to attempt to talk about this as best that I can. One, first and foremost, I think that everyone needs to be praying for the children of the Crowder family in this regard, because, um, you know, I'm going to do my best to put my own personal experiences out of this commentary as many of you know come from a broken home a uh, lot of a lot of bad things a lot of a lot of bad things ended up living with my grandparents so bad you know that kind of stuff and 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 so naturally i mean i'll just be honest with you naturally my first response was even though it's not good. The, the, the video, I was kind of like compared to the fights that I saw growing up, I was like, well, that's, you know, not really a lot. I mean, there, you know, there wasn't no throwing somebody through a window or, you know, kind of thing. And, and, and that's my own, that's my own trauma stuff I have to deal with. Right. Like, like everybody, everybody's got trauma, right? Everybody's got their own Thing. Some people more, some people less, some people worse, some people. It still all relates the same way, and and, and so naturally, I'm kind of a bit jaded, even to this day. When uh, Alyssa will be like, "Hey, stop yelling at the kids when they're you know fighting with each other or something like that," and I'll tell her, "I'm like, I'm not yelling. I, I'm inflecting my voice so they know that I'm not happy with you know what what's transpiring and you know, because in my mind, they don't know what yelling is, right? But but that doesn't make it that doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it okay. Um, and and I am at fault there, and I have to ask for forgiveness for that, and and get on level with my children and ask for their forgiveness as well. Inflation has consequences, guys. As the Fed raises interest rates to combat out of control government spending, long term bonds have diminished in value, crippling the banks. Depositors are holding their breath, and investors are bailing. On bank stocks. Right now is time for diversification. Right now is to protect your family savings, your 401k, your IRA with gold or precious metals. That's why you need to work with my friends over at Birch Gold Group. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k or simply your savings into precious metals. Here's what you need to do simply text the word GRAM, that's G R A H A M, to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold that's it that's all they want to do they want to send you a free info kit it's no cost to you no commitment to you what do you have to lose than to simply do what you need to do to find out the information that you need to protect your family in these uncertain times text Graham to ninety eight ninety eight ninety eight 98 to claim your free info kit on gold today with an a plus rating with the better business bureau thousands of happy customers and countless five-star reviews Birchgold is who you can trust to protect your future. Go right now and text the word Graham. That's G R A H A M to ninety eight ninety eight ninety eight today. So when we go through all of these things, especially the and and I'm going to play, especially the 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 ring cam footage that's circling the internet right now in its entirety. I'm going to try to remove my own, uh, traumas, if you will, that, that gives me a slight perspective of different. I was in the army for 12 years. You know what I mean? Like, like, like what is a yell? Yeah. You know, uh, to, uh, to some people, this is a yell that's, that's, that's not, you know, that's an inflection to me. Right. You know, like a yell is like veins popping out of necks. you're throwing, you know, I don't know, a vase against the room, you know, against the wall kind of thing. Like, you know, we all have our different things. So I'm going to do my best to remove that. I will say this there before we get into all of this stuff. All right. Because Steven's got a lot of lawyers. Uh, he loves to use them. Um, and so I'm going to do my best to not be cowardice in this because there's a lot of people not talking about this uh, because Steven Crowder is one of the biggest voices in the conservative movement. Right. And I do agree with Candace Owens that in the conservative movement, there has begun this form of uh, tribalism where conservatives can do no wrong. I don't agree with that. Uh, I I believe we either stand for truth or we don't. Is everybody perfect? Absolutely not. I know, and I'm going to go ahead and get this out there now. Uh, I know that if you recorded every single argument me and Alyssa have ever had, especially arguments before we almost got divorced, which was me, 100%, and before I had Christ in the center of my marriage, if you listened to our arguments there, if I listened back to it, thank God it's not recorded, because I would be so ashamed of what I said, how I said it, the way I acted, the demeanor that I held. I mean, full transparency, it got, I got so bad, not it, not our relationship. I got so bad to a point because I was so far from the will of God that I, I, this is one very thing that I do remember. I I looked at Alyssa and, and I'll, I will be asking for forgiveness for this for the rest of my life. Um, you know, it basically got, you know, I wanted a divorce. I wanted out because it's all I knew you know, things weren't clicking. I wanted out. Alyssa was firm in her stance with the Lord. She was not, she was not giving in. Right. And I finally just looked at her and I said, am I going to have to have an affair to make you leave me? Like, are you go- is, is that, is that what I'm going to have to do? Am I going to have to go sleep with somebody else for you to leave me? Uh, and, and that's a horrible thing. That's a horrible, horrible, horrible. Um, and most women w- probably would have left just from that alone. And I think it's just a testament to how strong and a woman of faith Alyssa is because she saw through the help of prayer and the Lord herself, she saw past that horrific version of me. And, um, so I talk about it in the book. That's why I'm very open about it, that I almost lost my marriage about nine years ago. I guess almost 10 years ago. No, about nine years ago. I I I, I almost did. I I I I don't say me and Alyssa almost lost it No, I almost lost it because I was a terrible person. I, I just was. I was a selfish person. I was terrible. So I, I'll say this before we get into all this footage, and we're already seven minutes into this thing. Jeez is that we all could do better for our spouse. We all can be better uh, Christians. We all can be better. And, And I don't believe that people are defined by their lowest moments. However, accountability must be had and accountability must be given. And normally I would stay out of this, except Crowder, being Crowder, he put it out on the internet. And then he drugged Candace Owens into it. And then Candace Owens responded. And then he blames the whole divorce on his wife. So then his wife and his wife's family respond back. And so therefore, now, because it has been put into the open forum, we need to discuss it. And that's what we're going to do. So here we go. All right. So this first clip is the announcement from Steven Crowder that he's getting a divorce. Uh, I'm going to try to let this play. Steven gets a bit windy on here. Like, you know, he he talks a good bit. Um, But I believe it important the first couple parts of this. You'll hear him say things like this was not his decision. He did not want this. And in the state of Texas, it's allowed. In other words, it's going to be very clear from his point of view or from at least the, you know, the scripted version of this episode that he doesn't want a divorce his wife wants to leave him and he appears to be the victim in this and and i'll even say this before he got to the candace owens part i you know i i probably would have you know erred to the side of maybe you know maybe that's true you know maybe you know he finally made money she's finally ready to go off and do her own thing and get you know whatever but but either way here here it is, and, and here we go. Let's just say, but do not disturb on here if somebody bothers us. Here we go.
1: Hey, we'll be on with your regular programming and Nick DiPaolo in third chair in a little bit, uh, but needed to take a moment here to address some issues out there uh, that are circulating. Uh, it's never fun, but um, well, I guess let me be clear here. Uh, I have been living with a proverbial boot on my neck for going on years now. Uh, since 2021, I've been living through what has increasingly been a horrendous divorce. Now, let me say on the outset, to be clear, there is no infidelity, any kind of physical abuse at all on either side.
0: Okay. So that part now with everything in retrospect, that part's interesting. There was no infidelity and there was no, and there's a slight pause and he just says physical abuse. Most people say there was, you know, no, no adultery, no physical mental abuse, none none of that stuff, but it doesn't say that. And so maybe that was, maybe that was nothing, but, but now in full context of, you know, things that have come out, you kind of go back and go, Oh, you know, yeah. And so anyway, all right, moving on.
1: And no, this was not uh, my choice. My then wife decided that she didn't want to be married anymore.
0: OK, so there it was. Right. This wasn't his choice. His wife wanted this. And so that's what he says right there. And, and, and again, I'm not saying that he's lying here. OK, I'm saying that the family statement that we're going to read after the end of this completely is opposite of this of this statement. And, and, and so, again, I'm not saying that Crowder's lying. I'm not saying that Hillary Crowder and her family are lying. I'm saying that like most divorces uh there's two sides to this story somewhere in the middle is the truth. So anyway, but 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 again, I normally wouldn't talk about other people's things because I think divorce is horrible. Um I really do. I am a I am a uh product of a broken home and divorce and it affected me in ways that I didn't even realize until I I was an adult myself married. But either way, this was put out on the internet. And so this is the world we live in. But again, his point of view, he didn't want it. It's her choice. Um, And then it's interesting wording, apparently in the state of Texas, that's allowed. Uh, A lot of people pounced on this. I think it's just, I think it's just bad wording. You know, a lot of people are like, uh, Steven Crowder thinks that, you know, it's an attack against him that Texas would allow a divorce against him to happen. No, I think what he's just saying is Texas is a no fault divorce state, uh, which basically means you can get divorced at any time under any circumstances. Other states aren't that way. South Carolina, if you want to get a divorce, you got to be legally separated for a year before you can file for official divorce because South Carolina is very, no, you said you're getting married, you're staying married kind of state. So, you know, let's see you legally separated for a year and hurt you financially because you got to actually have two separate homes. And then we'll see if you still want to get a divorce after a year. But either way, here we go.
1: And in the state of Texas, that is completely permitted. See, there it was. It's been the most heartbreaking experience in my life. What I consider to be my deepest personal failure. And just so you know, my opinions on parenting and families have not changed. Um, I've always believed that, Children need a mom and a dad, that divorce is horrible. And I I agree with both those things. Still believe that children need a mom and a dad and that divorce is horrible. Yep. But in today's legal system, my beliefs don't matter. That that right there, I got a problem with
0: that one. That that, that is a victimhood mentality statement. Uh, it has nothing to do with his beliefs there. He lives in a no fault divorce state. So even if it is true, which I'm not saying it is that she decided to leave Steven Crowder because he finally made money and she knows that they've been married longer than 10 years or whatever, and she's going to get half of it, blah, 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 blah. It's not an attack against Steven Crowder and his values here. You know, I think all of us as conservatives, I I'm guilty of this as well. So before anybody tries to clip me Uh, I'm telling you right now, I'm guilty of this as well. They are attacking me. They're doing this against me. No, they do that to everybody because you live in a no-fault divorce state. Literally, every single person that lives in Texas, if me and Alyssa decided to move to Texas tomorrow and we lived there for long enough and she decided she wanted to leave me, she could because we reside in the state of
1: Texas. Moving on. In Texas, divorce is permitted when one party wants it, period. So for well over a year, uh, well over a year, in the best interest, as well as physical safety of my children, we've decided to keep this issue private and to resolve it uh, privately with the appropriate attorneys, what have you, legal jargon. And all this one thing I wanna be really clear about is certain, true north here is that my children are blameless.
0: Well, I agree, And, and you know, Although, yes, good on, good on him for saying that. It's also kind of a duh thing. Like, yeah, of course your children are blameless. You know, you two are adults. Your children have nothing to do with the decisions that adults
1: make. Anyway, moving on. Completely without fault. And yep. so we decided to resolve these issues privately as it's in their best interests, uh, both emotionally and physically, to do so. Correct. Now, the other issue is and this is something that I've kept private for likely far too long. Um, Many other people knew about this behind the scenes. Some, not all, but some of them in positions of power, influence, leverage, knew of this. They also knew that the safety of my children included keeping it private. So if you're familiar with the idea of extortion,
0: I don't understand that statement and, and and I really wish that he would have explained that a little bit. What does the safety of your children have to do with people finding out you're getting a divorce? um I understand what Stephen's saying for safety of our children. We're the same way. our kids can't go to normal school <laughs> and and you know our kids can't be put on the internet uh, uh you know with the school pages or if they're involved in any kind of you know tournaments or sports or whatever. I do get that part. I don't understand how your kid's safety is in jeopardy with people finding out you're going through a divorce. I, I don't understand that part, but either way, uh, email me, Graham at dearamerica.media.com.
1: maybe I'm just missing that one portion. Then, you know, the feeling well, uh, now some of these threats were so thinly veiled that I'm frankly surprised you didn't all guess immediately.
0: Stephen has a lot going on, I guess is the best way to say. He has a lot going on and that should be clear because people don't do stuff like this if there's not a lot going on in their lives. I would like to implore my audience and
1: everybody that isn't paying attention to this situation not to condemn him, but to pray for him. Sometimes people need a prayer. Sometimes people need a scripture. You know, Stephen purports to
0: be a Christian. I am unsure at this moment if, if it is my place to say more than that, you know, maybe if I feel in further defense, something should be said, or maybe if I feel that the public has a right to understand certain circumstances.
1: Oh, my children have a right to privacy. Now, some. Okay, again, so that was it. So that was the
0: clip. All right. And we're done with his announcement here because it's kind of long winded. That was the clip that Candace Owens said, and that was on the heels of the whole Crowder versus daily wire thing. Um, and that was the clip that I guess was extortion, I guess, or threatened the safety of his children. So I don't understand that. And then Candace Owens in her response, she sent a cease and desist letter to Crowder and then Crowder's lawyer came back with a bunch of legal jargon And basically the lawyer was just like, you know, that was just, uh, that was just Steven's opinion on what he thought you were saying and opinions and thoughts are protected, blah, 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 blah. So anyway, all that's just besides the point. All right. So since that happened and then Candace Owens, and I think rightfully so, uh, did a response saying, you know, because she didn't like the fact that Steven Crowder and again, I got to side with Candace on this. I don't always side with Candace. Sometimes I think Candace pokes the bear too much for the sake of poking the bear. But on this one, I thought it was right. If somebody accused me of putting their children at jeopardy, I don't care what you say that I do or say things that upset you. But kids, I take that very seriously. I would never do anything to you know, hurt anyone's children intentionally or Unintentionally, hopefully, that was a stupid statement. Do, doing something unintentionally, but either way, my point is, I'm very, very aware of those things, etc. The, the, the same reason why I know where some people live that I don't agree with what they do. I'll never put it online. I'll never do anything like that because those are those are the, the, those are the 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 rules of war, right? Like like you know, the rules of real war are uh, women and children off limits, places of worship, and uh, Uh, places of medical treatment hospitals etc we're the only ones that abide by those rules but either way which i agree we should but you know the rules of war of what we do is hey spouses who don't want to be in the public eye are off limits and children uh, absolutely are off limits and your personal areas of where you reside and you live your normal life those are off limits period the end and so uh you know, I, I I thought Candace was justified to say something, um, but since then, I mean, literally since yesterday afternoon, a independent journalist Yashir Ali, who has a Substack account, I don't know the specifics on how he got in touch with the Crowder family or Hillary or Hillary Crowder's family, but he has, and somehow he's gotten hold of a ring uh, camera recording of them. It appears to be them at like in their back patio. His wife is way pregnant in this video. And this is a conversation that they're having of which Crowder is in the wrong in this. And and, and so before I say anything about the video, I'm going to play it for you in its entirety as it's been released. Only three minutes or so have been released of this, is there more? I don't know. I would be willing to bet that more is going to come out, but this is what we have so far. So I'm going to play this in its entirety, and then uh, we'll discuss it a little a little
1: more. I drew a boundary. I drew a boundary. No, no, you just did, you just did it. I drew a boundary of abusive and cruel. You were not taking the car. because if you refuse to do rightful things, then I will go pick up the groceries. There's groceries. I have steaks, wood pellets, my grill. I know it's not a reasonable one, but I'll go do it. How about you first? I sleep, I sleep, I sleep. Hillary, how do you respect the mm-hmm. Yes, other than men. The other men. I don't see the love of that. Respect. No, no. Other than men, Hillary.
0: Okay, so that's a little low, and, and it's a little weird. It's like he says, Hillary, how do you, how do you respect the other men? Um, the mother comes back. Those are weird statements. I don't really know what that means. Uh, uh, and then a lot of people have said, you know, why does Steven Crowder and his wife only have one car? Okay. So before I do anything, I don't know if this is a personal residence. I don't know if this is, I know Crowder and them have multiple residences from what I understand. So I don't know if they're on vacation here and they only got one car. I don't know, because you'll hear him talk about taking an Uber here in a minute. I, I don't know. If this is their primary residence, you're right, that is odd that they only have one car. I would say that anyone that has dealt with domestic abuse will tell you that that's one way that a mental or physical abuser will abuse someone and control them is there will only be one vehicle. It's a way to dictate what they do where they go when they go uh, and 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 how they do it i'm not saying that that's what this is i'm just putting context to this i don't know why they only have one car in this video i don't know if this is their primary residence or not i've never been to steven crowder's home i don't know Uh, i'm just i'm just putting that into a little context there and you know and you can draw your own conclusions you're
1: not taking the car you are not and i will ask them to take me would you like to ask
0: Okay, so that statement kind of makes it sound like they're home. I'll ask somebody to come pick me up. Who would you like me to ask? Again, red flag central right here. You know, it's like, it's like the red flags of if, you know, a girl is out with her girlfriends or whatever, and the guy is texting her like a hundred times or calling her like 70 times the entire time they're out. Certain red flags. That that statement right there would be a red flag to me if I was just listening, if this was anybody, not just Steven Crowder, if this was anybody, I'll ask somebody to come pick me up. Who would you like me to ask? That's a very, that's a very red flagged question that indicates, and again, I'm not saying this is what's happening. I'm just saying that that is not a normal response. Normally somebody'd be like, Fine, I'll just get Jennifer to pick me up, or fine, I'll just I'll just call my sister or whatever. I'll call somebody to pick me up. Who would you like me to call? That, that that's an interesting statement.
1: Get an Uber. Okay, Stephen, I
0: can't. Feeling some const- Okay, so again, right there, get an Uber. And then she says, Okay, Stephen, I can't. I don't know why. That is, you know, one yes. Is it a douche thing to say to your pregnant wife? Get an Uber because you're not taking the car. Yes, absolutely. I'm not negating that at all. But why can't she? That's a question there for me. Is well, why? Why can't you? You know, do you not have you know a phone? Uh, Do you not have the app to do it? Like, is the card connected to him, and he's the only one that can request a ride? Like, I, I that again interesting little things that are said to me. Why can't you? I don't know.
1: Like, I can't go. Listen to me. Listen to me. You want to walk out right now? Listen to me. I can't go to the gym. I can't go to my parents. I can't call my friends. I can't go. I can't be home. You're going to take the car and leave me here. Hillary, just think of how boxing you've made me.
0: Again, that whole segment is weird. And then it makes me kind of go back to, are they even at their primary residence? Because what is he talking about? I'm guessing that they're talking about the constraints of only having one car. Uh, he can't go to the gym. He can't do this. He can't do that. But again, this is weird to me. I'm just being honest. This conversation is kind of weird. It, it it doesn't sound like they are where all of their stuff is or where all of their people are to me. I mean, it's weird. It's a weird conversation unless this is just uh, we'll, we'll get into that in a minute. That's weird to me. And I'm just being honest. I'm trying to play this as non-leaning as I can. I'll call wrong, wrong through this video, but but that is interesting to me. And, and, and so, it, it, again, email me, Graham, at DearAmericanMedia.com. Let me know what you think.
1: What do you need me to pick up? I'll get it. I'll be back when I'm back. No, that doesn't work either. You'll be back when you're back. That doesn't work either. See, I, I, do you understand the difference between my being set to the second and you're going to be back when I'm back?
0: Okay, again, do you understand the difference of my life being set to the second and you'll be back when you'll be back? Again, I don't know what Crowder's talking about here. I mean, a a hectic film schedule, maybe. But again, all of this to say, I don't understand. I don't understand the, he's saying that if she takes the car, he'll be trapped in the house and then they only have one car. Again, it's leading me to believe that this is not their primary residence. Again, I guess I could be wrong, but if this isn't their primary residence, or excuse me, if this is their primary residence, then I would say that you have a full-fledged red flag, absolute sign of, of domestic control in this, that there's only one car. You're a multimillionaire. Why do you only have one car? Again, the way he's speaking is making me think that this is not their primary residence. Unless this is a full-fledged, absolute, yeah, uh, there is absolute domestic control going on here. Mm-hmm.
1: The only way out of it is discipline we It's the only way out of it when yeah. we're at an impact. We are at to get past. Good. Because you can't have any discipline Yeah. Yeah, there you go. You throw your hand. You give up so easily. I don't give up You give up so easily. I just said, the only way this is discipline and respect. You said, no, we're at an Stephen, no,
0: we are at I don't understand the discipline and respect part. Do I believe that respect needs to be given in marriages? Uh, the, the the woman to the man and vice versa. Absolutely. Absolutely. Respect has to be given on both sides in a marriage. Absolutely. I get that. Discipline and respect, I don't really know. What he's talking about there, I mean, I guess maybe discipline to a time schedule. Again, these are all very weird statements. It, it's not what I would deem like normal conversation. Okay, I, I
1: love you, but Stephen, your abuse is sick. Your abuse Watch, is it. sick. Watch it. Watch <sighs> it. Watch it. I'm going to let go. I'll get what you
0: need to do it. Okay, so she says your abuse is sick. He tells her to effing watch it and then she turns around and says i'm gonna let it go i'm gonna get what you need me to get and she needs some space
1: i, I need some space we need to just for a little bit, okay i love you i love you very much i don't love you that's the big problem i've never received love from you and the fact is when i go look i need you a b c and b you just be disciplined about it you now. no but i love you more than life itself okay Put on some gloves, no, it's not fair, it's not fair, and it's disingenuous, Hillary. You're right, right are in this. Become someone, who's us day in and day out worthy of a life worth no matter the life. I didn't say as a life,
0: okay? So, all of that is absolute horrific things to say, every bit of it, and again. I'm trying, I'm trying to be right down the middle with this because I feel like this is a a time to be right down the middle. Every single thing that was just said is wrong. You chose to marry someone in this video. This someone is carrying your children. I believe twins. Uh, I could be wrong about that. I believe it's twins. And even though you're fighting and even though you're arguing, she is reaffirming to you that she loves you. And then you respond with, I don't love you. And then I don't know if he tries to correct or whatever, but that's what he said. Inexcusable. Absolutely. Uh, He says, I've never received love from you. And then this is where it turns controlling. There's no discipline and no respect from you. I ask you to do A, B, C, D, and you won't do it. Be a wife worthy. That, that, that right there. I mean, I'm just speaking honestly. Honestly. And again, I said at the beginning of the episode, I said some horrible, horrible things to Alyssa when I did not have Christ at the center of my life that I will regret for forever because she's the mother of my children. And to this day, even though I truly believe that I am a different person now, I I become sick thinking about the person that I was in that year, year and a half timeline where I don't even know who that person was. Um, inexcusable, what was just said there across the board. Be a wife worthy. Well, from a Christian standpoint, I'm going to get on a little soapbox here. Ain't nobody worthy of nothing. To tell someone that they need to become someone worthy of essentially being treated like, like, like your wife, uh, even in anger or not. And again, I'm trying to hold a middle ground here. People fight, Okay. And, 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 and people say things that they should not say. Does it make it right? Whatever. I'm just saying that that, that is, is ultimate demeaning stuff and absolutely inexcusable. That stuff right there. Uh, I ask you to do this, 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 and this. And if you don't do this, 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 and this, then you're not worthy of, uh, uh, of being treated like my wife. You're not worthy to be my wife. I hate that. Even, and it goes vice, it goes both ways too, you know, as, as dads, we tend to raise our little girls like, you know, you need to find somebody worthy of you, which that is true, but not pushing that narrative to a point that they believe that they are better than other people. Is does that make sense? What I'm trying to say? There is such a fine line there. Yes. You need to find someone, uh, uh men, you need to find a wife that is worthy for you to make that commitment to them. But once you make that commitment, there is no them, you know, having to, to, to reach these certain goals every single day for you to continue to be committed. Ladies, you have to go out there and find a man that is worthy to take your hand in marriage. But then once they do, as long as they're not abusive and a douche and, 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 you know, a lazy gluttonous pig, they don't need to, you know, make this amount of money and blah, blah, blah. For you to treat them with the respect as your husband—is that making sense? What I'm trying to say. I, ho- I hope it is. I hope it is. Uh, okay, continuing on. Lori,
1: Lori, come on now. I'm not going to engage. I'm not going to engage anymore. I'm going to go. I'll get texting what you need.
0: I'll get you what you need. Okay. I'm not going to engage. I'm not going to engage. I'm going to get you what you need. I love you. All these things. This is again. I'm not. It's such a fine line because there's going to be so many things that come out. This is textbook. Textbook someone that is used to dealing with someone that has a very bad temper. These are like negotiation words and negotiation phrasings here. Um, I'm not going to engage. Uh, I'm going to You know, I love you. I'm not going to engage. I'm going to do this, and I will be back. You know, this is very calm demeanor. Uh, and and again. it's hard not to put my own personal things in here. I've heard these tones used many times in escalated, uh, quote air quotes arguments before. And, and it, it, to me, it's another red flag of, huh? Okay. It seems like this has happened more than a lot. I, I
1: love you. I'm committed to you.
0: see what I mean? Again, that's not normal. I love you. I'm committed to you. I love you in the middle of an argument. Uh, me and Alyssa still say that to this day. Hey, look, I love you more than anything, but right now you are driving me nuts, right? Like, like, like that's pretty normal. The I'm committed to you thing. Is there a history of adultery in this relationship? I don't know. Crowder to his own admission said that there was none. um, but the I'm committed to you, why Why is that needed to be said? That would be my question. Why is that needed to be said? Um, that's interesting to me. That's an interesting statement. It almost sounds like that's something Crowder struggles with. I don't know that. I'm just saying that's an interesting choice of words.
1: I'm, Are you committed to those things? I'm not committed to those things. You're not committed to anything. You're not committed to anything. You just said I love you and committed to it. Walk the dogs, put on some gloves.
0: I'm- you just said I love you and are committed to it. Walk the dogs and put on some gloves. Again, this is some weird stuff right here. Like it's just weird. Like this is just a weird conversation. Just weird.
1: Walk the dogs. Are you committed enough? Are you committed enough? Are you committed Walk the dogs. Put on some gloves.
0: Are you committed enough to get the medication? You? Take, take that in. Okay. So this is where it ends. Um, and uh, the journalist here says, as uh, the crowders head inside, Steven gets angrier and angrier. And by his own admission, apparently this person was given some kind of tapes and text messages, etc. By his own admission screams, I will F you up at his pregnant wife, Hillary, who then flees their home. Okay. So all right, so that's the whole video. So now let's let let let's get into what I think here and my thoughts. My thoughts are simply this, on the surface, do I think that that's the worst just most defining example of emotional abuse I've ever seen? No. I I mean I'm t- I'm sorry guys, I'm just being honest and I'm sure that's going to make some of you mad. I have already acknowledged because I know some of you are going to email me I've acknowledged there's a lot of keywords in there there's a lot of key phrases that signal a history of that type of stuff emotional abuse, domestic control I even said it the hostage negotiation type you know keep it calm statements etc the controlling statements versus the you know you have to perform statements i've already I've already acknowledged all that we already Drove it deep down. I'm just saying, in a court of law, right? Because I've been drugged into court before by people that have really powerful attorneys. Have you? I have. And I'm just saying that that video, in the grand scheme of things, ain't going to do a dang thing in court. It's just not. It's not. It, it can enrage us, which it should. Do I believe that any man should, should say the things that he said to his wife in that video? Absolutely not. Did he raise his voice in that video? No, he didn't, and immediately a lawyer in court is going to tear that apart. Be like, what couple doesn't have a disagreement? That in a court of law is going to be deemed as just a disagreement. And I know that's probably going to make a lot of you mad. I and again, to be clear, I do not agree with this video. I think that there are a lot of tail signs in this video. I don't know for sure. I also raised a lot of questions. Okay, but now we need to read what Hillary and her family said, because this is very important. All right, so here we go. This was their statement. I'm guessing it's from her mom and dad. I'm guessing. Could be from a brother or sister. I don't know. She is not prepared at this time to speak about her divorce becoming public or the misleading statements made by Stephen about their relationship. The truth is that Hillary spent years hiding Stephen's mentally and emotionally abusive behavior from her friends and family while she attempted to save their marriage. She was the one who was asking to work on their relationship to keep the marriage intact for their unborn children. Here we go. This is where this completely contradicts Stephen's statement in the beginning. In June of 2021, Stephen left their home to pursue elective surgery. Hillary urged him to get the help he needed to address his abuse with the hope that their marriage could be saved and they could peacefully live together as a family. Instead, Stephen refused to do so and chose not to be with his wife during the birth of their twin children. Now, I don't know if these are true. I don't. I don't know at this moment. Again, like I said in the beginning, this is only the beginning. A lot of stuff is going to come out after this. There's no way Stephen's not going to be able to respond. Well, I say that his lawyer is pretty good. His lawyer may tell him now is the time to shut up, go to business as usual. Shut up. I don't know. He may make a statement today by the time you hear this. This completely contradicts what Steven Crowder said at the beginning. And this also brings into effect and into focus in 2021, the huge, huge Steven Crowder news about his heart surgery that was right around the time that is being mentioned in this as an elective surgery, Stephen Crowder, it was this huge thing. And I remember praying for Stephen and watching and being very, you know, aware of what was going on. He was having heart surgery. Things didn't look good. Things looked bad, et cetera. Well, Hillary and her family claimed that it was an elective surgery. And that surgery then took him away from the birth of their children, which is interesting. Again, I don't know if it's true, but here we go. After the birth, Stephen bought a townhouse and left their home permanently. Uh, Hillary was unaware that Stephen had hired a divorce attorney and asked his assistant to cut Hillary off financially. There is significant documentation substantiating these facts. I'm sure that that's going to come out. It's going to have to after a statement like that, because here in South Carolina and honestly, every other state that I've ever lived in, If you decide you want to get a divorce and you're the dude, the one thing that you cannot do is cut off the money. It's the one thing you can't do. Uh, That's called uh, abandonment of the family, especially if you have kids. You can't do that. Like you can't do that. It's called abandonment. You can't do it. So if that's true, they've got him by the you know what right off the bat because you cannot do that. You can't cut off the money, but I digress. How do I know all these things? Because I told you I was a huge piece of crap and actually went to a divorce lawyer before I, the Lord radically transformed me. That's the first thing they told me. They're like, Hey, if you want a divorce, okay. But the first thing that you cannot do is you cannot just leave the home and you cannot cut off the money because if you do those things, it's called abandonment and it's over. At that point, (laughs) again, it it pains me that I even know that, but the truth is the truth. All right. So here we go. We hope that Steven will cease speaking publicly about these personal matters in an untruthful manner. We also look forward to there being full transparency in the legal process. So there is fairness and accountability for the actions that cause the divorce and ensure the outcome is what is in the best interest of the young children. And that's it. I mean, that's where we are. I'll end it by saying this. Divorce is awful. Divorce is horrible. And it's, 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 it's rough on the kids. I mean, and sometimes the kids won't even know how bad it is for them, like myself, until you become an adult. It, it, it lives with you for forever. For forever, it lives with you. I will say that I have never met Steven Crowder. I've never spoken to Steven Crowder. We worked at the same network and I never saw nor spoke to him. Those are weird things to me. I will say that it is also known that Steven has four, maybe five people that used to work for him, that no longer work for him, that had to sign such legalistic NDAs that they cannot say a word about Steven Crowder. That is weird. That is weird. That is odd to me. I will say that it's easier to have a conversation with Donald Trump than it is Steven Crowder. That's weird. It is weird that he lives in a bunker on his own pretty much. Uh, I will say also another tall tale sign of things that are weird is when people, even though we're big time or whatever you want to call it in Steven's mind, even though we're public figures, et cetera, It's weird that the only thing that is ever on the social channels is the show and is the business. I don't do it all the time, but I do try to let people in on my personal life. Alyssa is online as well. She shows people all the time. Unflattering pictures of me, I might add. (laughs) But our life, right? The complete and total separation I think is weird and I think that's also a negative sign but that's my own personal opinion. Does that mean that something is going on? No, not necessarily. What do I think? I think that I think that I think that that video we saw was not the first one. I think in a court of law that video will do nothing. I think that there is a lot of things coming up very quickly that disprove what Stephen has said. Do I automatically believe that everything that uh, Hillary and her family are saying? I'm not saying that either because I don't know yet. Stephen will respond and we'll see what happens when he does. I will say this. Men need to honor their wives, period, the end, even if it is true that they are the ones not, you know, keeping up their covenant that they made to you. You need to honor them even when they're not, as Steven said in that video, you know, worthy of being, well, that's stupid because you're going to have times that you're not worthy because you ain't been acting right either. Men need to honor their wives. Men need to speak to their wives the way that you would want your daughters to be spoken to. Nothing has changed my demeanor towards Alyssa. Even when we argue. And I will say that the Lord has healed us in a way that we don't fight anymore. We argue? Sure. We disagree? Yeah. Fight? Like we used to have fights that went on for days, weeks. No, we don't do that anymore. Because the Lord radically transformed me. Is it possible? Absolutely it's possible. Do I think that more things are going to come out? Absolutely. And my my prayer to anyone that is listening to this right now is that if you are in a relationship where abuse is going on, if you feel like you are in a situation, this goes for male and female, by the way, because there are abusive women in relationships as well, obviously far less the majority, but still, I will say this. If you do feel, trapped, please call the National Domestic Violence Hotline. It's 1-800-799-7233. Again, that is 1-800-799-7233. All I'm going to say furthermore for this is I pray for Hillary. I pray for Stephen, and I especially pray for the children that the best outcome possible become possible. I hate this stuff. I really do. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it when couples split up. I hate it. But I also believe that wrong is wrong and right is right. And I can't be afraid to talk about things just because Steven Crowder is one of the largest voices for the conservative movement. And I think I believe at least his lawyers may have something to say about it, but, but I believe that we've gone about this as, as professionally as possible and from a Christian standpoint as possible, but let me know Graham at dear I hope you guys all have a fantastic weekend and we'll see you all again next time.